Hello everyone, welcome to podcast number 32. Today we are going to talk about crossover games in recent news of Phoenix Wright versus Professor Layton. Two games Woo! Two games that I have never played and I am leading this podcast. Luckily here with me are Paul Franzen, Michael Ooh. Gray, hey, and Mike, and... <laughs> wait. No booing the editor-in-chief. Who is this guy booing us? I don't know. Is there is there a fourth member of the podcast? Oh, wait. Wait, that's right. We've got Michael Ridgeway here. Yeah, Michael Ridgeway's the greatest! Woo! Uh, anyway, everyone introduce yourselves. I'm Paul. Paul Franzen, Game Cole's editor-in-chief. I also uh, write, minus the pudding, the best of Xbox Live indie games, uh, reviews, and various news posts, mostly about Phoenix Wright and Back to the Future. Back to the Future is awesome. When's it coming out? Uh, December, I think. The first episode comes out in December. Um, I'm Michael Gray, and I don't know what I do anymore. I'm kind of, like, not on the staff and kind of on the staff. So you're like the Schrodinger's cat of uh, the Heisenberg uncertainty principle of Game Cola. He has often been described that way. <laughs> yes. And uh, I'm Michael Ridgway, and as I mentioned before, I'm the greatest. And uh, I do... Quantum Geek and uh, other random... Yeah, You, you missed articles. your deadline, by the way. I was getting married. You still missed it. Tell Vanjie she missed her deadline, too. When was her deadline? I don't know. Yesterday. podcast. That erases his deadline. It's once a month, right? Ugh. Is it? The Quantum Geek fans are, are very upset about this. That one person Ooh. who posts the comments on each one, she's very, very concerned. Okay, well that, that makes me feel bad now, actually. I will work with it. Actually, the next article is probably going to be about the wedding. Cause there the was next one very... week? No, and th- the next thing I post will be about the wedding. Because uh, cool. there were some very wonderfully dorky things about our I, wedding. I saw the picture of uh, your cake topper. I won't, I won't spoil what it is, though. Best cake topper ever. That could be an awesome plot twist for Quantum Geek. If the um, I'm totally blanking on the characters' names, but if they had to get married, that could be that could be interesting. They're in Monkey Island right now, and there are weddings in Monkey Island, so... Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. What if Quantum Geek did a crossover with Gamer Girlfriend? Crossover. Already happened, Paul. Already happened. That was in... When did that happen? Uh, January... 2009. It was a 2010. No, yeah. Well, if we wanted to make this, like, a really nice and proper crossover podcast, we should have invited someone from another website. Oh, why didn't you think of that before? Uh, because I'm not the editor or the guy who runs the podcast. <laughs> we totally could have found someone. Oh, well. Yikes. Anyway. So, crossover games. Yeah, this is about crossover games. Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright. Two games that I have never played. Awesome. Now, I know Michael Gray has played both of those games. Mike Ridgway, have you also? Um, No. Vanjie, it plays Professor Layton. Actually, Vanjie should be here. She's around the apartment somewhere. I should get her out here. But she has played all of them. She just wrapped up the new one for the new Professor Layton, and she has played all the Phoenix rights. So she'd be a good person to ask about this. I don't know why I'm here and she's not, to tell the truth. We should get her and Michael Gray to discuss who should date whom between the games. But I am excited because, you know, I... I watch her play the Professor Layton games, and I, I love the style of them. Uh, I, I, the animation's beautiful. I love the music. And I love Phoenix Wright. And my only qualm with this game is that it probably won't have Miles Edgeworth, who is, yes. as we know, the goddamn man. So It does seem like it's going to be a crossover where it's specifically they're only going to have the two main characters from each series, <clears throat> so we're not going to see cameo appearances from say, other Phoenix Wright characters or other yeah. latent characters. Although, wouldn't you just love to see puzzles hosted by Gumshoe? Because that would be kind of great. Those would be the easy ones. They would be great. Yeah, I don't know why. That's one, one of my questions about the game is why they purposely decide to make this take place in some sort of fictional universe. Yeah, actually, I liked what uh, you wrote about that, Michael. How people were saying it was totally unrealistic that that uh, these two series could ever meet because they're from two different countries. Isn't Professor Layton supposed to be like in the past or something? I mean, I have no idea. No, he's from Britain. They have Big Ben. That's uh, actually the plot of the Professor Layton movie. Is somebody has stolen Big Ben and he's been hired to solve the mystery. Yeah, but uh, what what time period is he? With puzzles. 
Also, Banji is here to add her opinion. Go, Banji. There are huge robots, so it's probably modern times because people okay. couldn't build robots, say, 50 years ago. I see. Mm-hmm. The first game Banji, is what, the entire what, town is the androids. It's so lame. Banji, what are your thoughts on the new Professor Layton Phoenix Wright game, having played all of them? Looks cool. Speak up, dear. Thank you, Vanji. That's it. Okay, see you later. It looks like fun. It does look like fun. I wish okay. it had fewer Professor Layton-style puzzles, personally. Vanji, who do you think should go out between the two games? Who do I think should go out? As in, like, date. Which of the characters do you think should date? I don't think any of the characters should date. You want to see Luke and Maya get together? Ew. Oh. <laughs> No, no, no. It's it's Luke and Pearl. They're the same age, so they got to hang out and be BFFs. Isn't Luke like in his teens? No, he's, he's like he's 10. About ten or eleven. Yeah, they're about the same age. But um, from the pictures we've seen so far, they take place in the fourth Professor Layton game, which is supposed to be like a sequel or not a sequel, a prequel. See, this would make sense if we actually had the fourth game, which is only in Japan right now, but the fourth game is supposed to tell the story of how Professor Luke first met Layton. Wait. Wow. I'm sorry. It's supposed to tell the story of how Professor Layton first met Luke, and Luke is still wearing that costume that he has from the fourth game, so presumably it takes place a couple of years before the first three Layton games. So do you think they're going to wait until at least uh, Professor Layton 4 comes out here before releasing this game here? Probably. I don't know. I'm kind of concerned about that because the 3DS will be out by the time they can get around to finishing Professor Layton number 4. So, I mean, will they have to change it to make it a 3DS game or will they just skip over it? They're kind of skipping over the movie. They said the movie won't be released anywhere besides Japan and Europe. I wouldn't be surprised if they still uh, just released it for the DS anyway. There, there's usually a little overlap uh, when a new system comes out, when they're still releasing yeah, games and, for the old system. And I imagine you'll still be able to play DS games on 3DS. Oh, yeah. Then again, the Phoenix Wright series were all Game Boy Advance games, and then they, when they came here, they were on the DS. So, I mean, the newer DS games don't have... I mean, the newer DS systems don't have backwards compatibility. That's right. So they're, they're, they don't have the uh, Game Boy Advance slot at all, do they? No. So no, but I mean, this is this is the first gen of the 3DS system, so I think it's going. To, I think we're going to see that. The cartridges are supposed to be like the same size, right? Maybe did I hear that? Maybe same I same size. That. Got a little tab sticking out on the edge, so you can't stick them in a normal DS. But I mean, Which, I mean, the new Pokemon is going to be is for the DS, and then it will probably come out at the same time as the 3DS. Here, I'm fairly certain you'll be able to do both on one machine, like 3DS games and regular DS games. But that's not really on topic for what we're supposed to be discussing. Oh, okay. Well, um, back to Phoenix Wright and Professor Layton. We've seen uh, a bunch of Layton-style cutscenes, which look awesome because now they have like a full-blown animation department working for the Layton series, but Mm. we haven't really seen any gameplay well, I think what they said, it's supposed to have Professor Layton-style puzzles plus, uh, like, Phoenix Wright-style... Uh, contradiction. Uh, yes, contradiction-seeking. So I'm guessing they're probably going to be independent of one another. Maybe, like, instead of the investigation scenes, you're going to have the puzzle scenes, and then after that, I'll go to the court where you do the normal courtroom stuff. Maybe. Mm. Could be. But I don't actually know what I'm talking about. I just thought they were just trying to use a buzzword from each of the series to make everybody think that the gameplay is going to be awesome. You don't think it's going to be awesome? Well, it will be I, awesome, but... It will be awesome, but I'm not sure how it's going to be... Oh, it's going to be a mix of the two. I think it they, should be more... At, at their heart, they're both puzzle games. Mm-hmm. And it's not like it's like one's a puzzle, one's an action game, and it's going to suck if you put them together. They're both puzzle games. And we get down to Bioshock. The core is the same for these games. There's just, you know, slightly different ways of doing the puzzles. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, I think it's going to be like what Paul said. I think we're going to have the two things separated rather than what they gave us was the slogan saying the two will be mixed together in one thing. Uh I think what they'll do is have a latent section, then a Phoenix Wright section, and just switch back and forth between the two. That's not necessarily a bad thing, though. Hmm. 
Okay, so Jetty hasn't said anything in forever, which I think means we need to move on to a crossover game that he's actually played, such as... Battletoads and Double Dragon. <laughs> uh, good times. Right? A.K.A. the other crossover game. We're going back about 20 years here to reach another crossover game. Yes, the uh, Super Nintendo side-scrolling uh, classic, I guess? No, it was it was regular Nintendo. Was it? No, it was totally... I have it on Super Nintendo. Really? Because I, I was Nintendo. Like it was on both. both. No, it was on both. Okay, okay, maybe it was on both. I don't know because I, I literally. Oh, it was on both, guys. Just before the podcast, I was playing it on the NES. It was on both Nintendo and Super Nintendo. It was a dual release. Well, not only that, it was also it was also later ported to a uh, Sega Genesis and Game Boy. What? Uh, I have no idea. That's just what Wikipedia says. Wow. Thank you, Wikipedia. Yeah, it says it was originally on the NES and then later ported to Genesis, Super Nintendo, and Game Boy. Super Nintendo version is the one I played. I don't think I still have it, though, because it was too hard for me, as so many games are. Anyway. Why do I even play video games? <laughs> right? <laughs> what is a game that's not too hard for you, Paul Franzen? Most adventure games aren't. Right, yeah. Hence why that's they're true. my favorite. Well, here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run down a list of crossover games. Are you looking at Wikipedia? No, I'm not. What? Okay, okay, Paul, keep track of what he says and see if he says anything that's not on Wikipedia. Yeah, not have, on Wikipedia? Okay. We have, we have the fighting games. So we've got, yeah. like, you know, Tatsunoku versus Capcom, Capcom versus Marvel, The King of the Mall, Smash Brothers. Uh, and if anyone says, anyone, you know, refutes that, you're wrong. Uh, then we have, uh, you know, kind of your stuff where you smash... There's also Dissidia. Now, are we talking, like, two video game franchises smashed together, or are we talking, like, TV stuff smashed together? Because there's a lot yeah, of... You know, that, that's something we were we were talking about a little before the podcast started, how there aren't, like, a whole lot of games that are just, like, this is one series, this is another series, they're coming together. There's a lot yeah, more I mean, where... Well, like, you have a recent one from Sony where it's, uh, like, Sly Cooper, Ratchet and Clank, someone else... All of entering together. Really? Yeah, yeah. Right yeah, it's for the movies, I believe. The other uh, ones I don't I know. know yeah. Yeah, it's what coming out. It? Or has it already been released? It's for the, uh, yeah, it's for the PlayStation Move, so I guess it that means already, it's already yeah. been released. Because, well, you know, if you're talking about video games and not necessarily video game characters, of course there is Kingdom Hearts. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. yes, well, yeah, it's... Oh, that totally counts. But I mean, there's also video game characters, because... I guess there's Final Fantasy characters. There, yeah, right? there's Dissidia too. Yeah, um, that's a crossover in a way. Um, yeah, that's a crossover. Yeah. If Smash Brothers is a crossover, then that's a crossover. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, for that matter, of... there's all of the Mario sports games. Yeah. Which, well, actually, maybe not, because I guess most of those. Uh, someone can correct me if I'm wrong. Most of those actually just have characters from the Mario series, unlike Smash Brothers. Yeah, it, I think the crossover. Crossover aspect has lent itself best in the past to fighting games, just because mm-hmm. you, know, you can throw the characters in there. You don't have to do a lot of stuff for their individual universes and making stories. You just have them beat the hell out of each other. And a lot of the time, that's just what people want. It's like, oh, I think this guy's tougher. Oh, I think this guy's tougher. Well, fight it out. Who Mario versus Donkey Kong. That's, so, well, hold on, wait. Mario versus Donkey Kong, like the original... Donkey Kong game? Was that a crossover? Or was it like a... There's a Game Boy series, though. Like Mario versus Donkey Kong. There's a Game Boy yeah, series. No, they, yeah. Like the Mario minis, but not actually Mario, but they still called it Mario versus Donkey Kong. Yeah, that, that's in addition to uh, Mario being in the original Donkey Kong game. See, but that was like a crossover before crossovers. Whoa. Like before either, like, before either game became like a real game on its own... They started together. So, really, it's like the other games are just, like, ma- the Mario series is a spin-off of the Donkey Kong series. Weird. In one, in one. Actually, is that true, though? Did When did the Mario Brothers game come out? Not Super Mario Brothers, but Mario Brothers. That's a good question. I don't know if that predates uh, Donkey Kong or not. The first Mario Brothers game? Not yet. Donkey not Kong, Super Mario Donkey Brothers, Kong just Mario Brothers. Well, the one where it's like in Super Mario Brothers 3, they have that mini-game... That yeah. came out before. That was an arcade game that came out before Super Mario Brothers. Did it come out before Donkey Kong? Uh, that I'm not sure if that came out. Before, I don't know. That came out. That must have come out after because Super Mario yeah, was so originally. That's the Donkey. question: is whether Mario originated in Donkey Kong or whether he was in Mario. Yeah, he originated in Donkey Kong. Oh. 
The originator in Donkey Kong. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. So then Mario was a spinoff of Donkey Kong. Wow. Donkey Kong got the shaft on that one. <laughs> it's like it's like Family Matters being a spinoff of that other show I've never heard of. What? Same thing. But the spinoff podcast, that's that's a later podcast. Okay, so here we go. Donkey Kong 1981, Donkey Kong Jr. 1983. And Mario was in Tetris? What? Uh, on the Game Boy, yes. If you played Versus mode, it was Mario versus Luigi. Oh, hey. Really? Yeah, I only barely know that because I, I, uh, wait, I used to play wait, against my brother. Did it have like a two-player mode? Yes. <laughs> you, hooked up, you hooked up with, through with the... With the link cables? Yes. Yes, and I played yes. it with my brother. That's awesome. I have that link cable, actually. I can't use it because nobody has a Game Boy anymore, but I still have the Game Boy link cable. I think I have one somewhere, too. I'm not sure if I ever used it for anything. Yeah, I have uh, a working, like, old, fat Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, we, we could, we could you know, link cable together, Michael Gray. Awesome, awesome. I don't have Tetris, though. Oh, well, don't worry, because I have, like, three copies of it. Oh, that's Ooh. good. How do you not have Tetris? I thought it came with it. Mine came with Animaniacs. What? Wow. Man, did you get screwed. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I shouldn't I mean, apologize. I'm assuming that the original Game Boy version of Animaniacs isn't a great game. It's not that good either, should. yeah. But it's not my fault. It's Mom. She got it for me, and she went with Animaniacs instead of Tetris. <laughs> wow, what a bundle. So what are other crossover games that people like? Someone was talking about Mario and Sonic. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good example. Mario and Sonic at the, like, uh, the Olympics and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a disappointment. The yeah, first just, time that they make a game starring Mario and Sonic, and they make they make it Wii Sports. Where's Where's my two player? Where's my Mario Sonic co op side scrolling game? They don't make side scrolling games anymore. Yeah, what is it? Totally what do. is a side scrolling game in 3D? Well, I mean, there's there's new Super Mario Brothers. I think that's more of a 2D game. Oh, I'm, I was just saying that it's a side scroller that that is relatively new. Also, uh, Kirby's Epic Yarn, which mm. is awesome, by the way. Have you have you played it? I have it. It is brilliant. Paul, you'd I'm, like I'm, it. I'm, it is it, it, you can't die. That's yeah, that's why I'm excited about it. <laughs> but it's still very <laughs> very fun. I want to play through it with Elizo sometime if I can. I'm I'm hesitant about that game. I don't understand the appeal of Do you hate yarn? yarn. What's the point of yarn? Tr- Michael Gray, trust me, it is delightful. Okay. I'm not what exactly is Kirby? I I mean, he's pink. He's a pink thing that eats stuff. And he doesn't do it in Kirby's Epic Yarn because it's not a Kirby game. He whips stuff. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, there's there's a whole bunch of Kirby games. Really? Oh yeah. I mean, he's been around since the NES. I know, but I thought he. I there's, thought there's, that there's, the there's Kirby's Adventure on the NES. Like. First game for him in like five, six, seven years. Because is Kirby's Air Ride or something for the uh, GameCube, right? There was also Kirby 64, I think. Yeah, Kirby and the Crystal Shards, something not that Wait, great. Kirby and the mm. Crystal Skull? No. Crystal Shards, no, the Amazing Mirror, something like that. Yeah. Amazing Mirror, but there was like the Crystal Shards on 64. Amazing yeah. Mirror for Game Boy Advance. Indiana it's, uh, Jones. And the You've got Kirby's Dreamland for, uh, Dream for the Game Boy, Kirby's Adventure for That'd the NES, Kirby's Superstar for the uh, SNES, Kirby's Dreamland 2 for Game Boy. Um, uh, you have Kirby 64. I think Kirby is like the crystal, Kirby and the Crystal Shards. Kirby mm-hmm. and the Amazing Mirror for Game Boy Advance. Kirby Superstar Ultra for DS. Um, Kirby's Dream Course uh, for SNES, Kirby's Air Ride for N64, I think, or maybe maybe GameCube, I'm not sure, and uh, Kirby's Epic Yarn, I think that's all of them. See, that's that's why it's good to have Mike on the podcast, because he actually knows things. Does he know about crossover games? Yeah, my question is, my question is, has Kirby done anything really noteworthy since 
say, the Nintendo 64, since 3D gaming? Uh, except for being one of the most overused characters in Super Smash Brothers, not a whole lot, no. Yeah, that's that's what I'm just... That's okay. the point I was trying so, to make. So, so is Kirby's Epic Yarn is, is the best Kirby game in a while? Yes, it, it's it's an yeah. excellent game all around. Not just for a Kirby game. It's excellent. Cool. I highly so has, has Kirby ever crossed over into any other games? Smash Brothers. Ah. That's about it. Yeah, right. It didn't go anywhere. Most crossover games, well, like, there aren't a lot of crossover games. There are just games with, like, brief cameos. Like, uh, as we discussed in the last podcast, Samus and Link were in Super Mario RPG, briefly. Yeah, that's a cameo, but not a crossover. Yeah, I mean, well, like, also, Chrono Trigger had, uh, Vix and Wedge. Really? Yeah. Like, oh, cool. okay, in the beginning of Final Fantasy III, uh, Vix and Wedge, like, disappear, they're transported to wherever, you know, you don't really know what happens. And then, a couple years later, they show up randomly in the beginning of Chrono Trigger. Oh, that's kind of awesome. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Well, I knew that, I, I know it was Big Some Wedge, I didn't know it was supposed to be the same people. Or are you just making hmm. that up, Jetty? Well, I mean, but you could also say the same thing about, like, oh, well, you know, Sid is in all of the Final Fantasies or whatever. Uh, so, like, I always imagined that they got transported through the beam in the beginning of Final Fantasy three. Into the world of Chrono Trigger. I imagine that you're making this up. No. I always thought just Sid was a very popular name, and you know that's why he appears in a bunch of Final Fantasy games. Yeah, but they're not they're not meant to be the same character, are they? Well, because that's another question. Is that like uh, if you look at the NX games, uh, Soul Blazer, Illusion of Guy, and Terra Enigma, they all have uh, Turbo the Dog, etc. Like. Yeah, it, it's true. It's a very, like, I don't think it's the same character, but it's the same name, and they briefly appear or are mentioned or whatever. Yeah. There's a couple other ones. I don't remember what their names were, though. I think Dr. Leo shows up. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway. But then, uh, but then, like, Breath of Fire 1 and 2, uh, in 2, you have Blue as, like, a secret character, and she was a main character in the original game. But again, we're, we're talking about cameo characters. And, you know, yeah. Not crossover. Full-blown crossovers. Let's see. Uh, well, I believe we mentioned this the, the PlayStation 2 classic Nicktoons Battle for Volcano Island. <laughs> I like Don't that laugh. one. I actually beat that game. What? I beat that one. Whoa, 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 whoa. Paul Franzen beat a video game. That's right. And I didn't even use game FAQs. What? Yeah, that's right. You're, you're making stuff up. I, I swear, I did not use any FAQs or anything to beat Nicktoons Battle for Volcano Island. Okay, so who are these characters on... Oh, okay. I actually didn't even know who most of them were. This Bob. is what I like, because two of the uh, TV shows were canceled before the release of the game. <laughs> Danny Phantom and uh, Jimmy Neutron, both were canceled, so... I actually like those, kind of. <laughs> I kind of like them, too, but then Nickelodeon did the move where they air a new episode once and never air it again because they want to cancel the series. The last season was just like, you knew they were going to cancel the show, so why did they bother even having a last season? I kind of feel like it would have been a better game if it had uh, older Nicktoon characters in it, like Doug and Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> Doug in a, in a beat-em-up platformer would just be wonderful. Wow. Yeah. Well, we do have... Uh, Cartoon Network Racing, which did that, which was strange. Doug was in it? No, but I mean, Cartoon Network Racing, which came out uh, recently, had all these characters not from modern Cartoon Network shows, but from the uh, shows that were airing around the same time as Doug. I mean, they it starred all these characters from shows which had not been shown on Cartoon Network for like five, six years. Yeah, I'm, lo I'm looking it up on a Wikipedia now. It's like Johnny Bravo, <laughs> Cow and Chicken, the Powerpuff Girls, I Am Weasel. Yeah. Wow. I kind of always huh. hope they'll bring those shows back. Courage the Cowardly Dog. I love that well, show. Well, Courage the Cowardly Dog is still get some air time, but that's the only one. Well, Courage is also slightly more recent. I would have totally loved that game if it was all old Nickelodeon stuff, but uh, I'm guessing I probably would have been the only person buying it. See, the interesting thing, though, is that game, like, it is a crossover and it is a video game, but it's not really a crossover video game. It's not like two existing video game series meeting each other. It's true. Yeah, yeah. And there wasn't really much of a story tying them all together either. I kind of, if I remember correctly, it was just like, oh, look, there's SpongeBob. He's going to join you on your adventure now. And that was the story. 
That works. Well, see, but, okay, so there aren't that many crossover video games, but what crossover video games do we wish there were? That's interesting, because I seem... No, 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 somebody else talk. I'm going to try to look up the thing I'm thinking of. Uh Uh-oh. I mentioned this in a Game Cola article, so I can actually look it up. This is awesome. I think I know what you're talking about, and I was going to mention it. Go ahead. We could be talking about different things. Yeah. Well, I was thinking uh, when when you made a joke about uh, Telltale making a crossover Monkey Island Day of the Tentacle game. That'd be kind of cool. Oh, that's not what I'm talking about. Oh, that's not what you're talking about? Yeah. And maybe Sam and Max also, Grim Fandango. Any, Any combination of any of those games... Why not? I mean, the gameplay would obviously be super easy to do because they're all the same exact kind of game. Uh, it's just a question of making it at all reasonable that these series would, see, would be together. See, I end up feeling like crossover games are kind of cheap. Why? I, uh, I, I'm not a fan of them, usually, just because they're like, oh, hey, we'll, make, uh, we'll take some of your existing characters and put them in a game together. Isn't that great? Give us money. But it is great. Well, see, but that's the thing, though. Like, you guys got to do it really well, otherwise it sucks. Well, because if you look at fan fiction, like, people are sitting around writing about two different series getting together, like, constantly. Yeah, I just read some awesome uh, Twilight SpongeBob fan fiction the other day. Wow. Actually, that's now, hold on a second. With, with fan fiction, they, they separate between fanfic and crossover fanfic. Those are on two different separate sections of the website. <laughs> are, you, are you saying we're using the terminology one, improperly? I hope it was slash fic, actually. Phoenix Wright, Professor oh, Layton. SpongeBob became a vampire, and then he, uh, I, I think he ate Sandy. <laughs> yes. How did he get through the suit? I'm not sure. I don't think they went into that. God damn it, that's just poor writing. <laughs> They're not paying enough attention to details. No, not at all. Well, see, that's why there might be some concern about a Professor Layton Phoenix Wright game, because it kind of seems like they're just being transported to a magical town of witches. Like, that's how they get them together. Well, how do you think witches get their, get people to their town? Magic. Since when is magic in the... Oh, I guess... Oh, I, I don't know. Is magic in the Phoenix Wright series? I guess there's the, the whole fucking thing Magatama! With, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's mysticism. That's not magic. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a difference. But I, I would just have to I say know. that, you know, people... People like crossovers. You know, it's something that we want. And, yeah, I guess it is hard to do well, but... I, think, I mean, if you if you pick the right series to, to mash together, like, if you pick two series that both people would enjoy and that would actually make sense to put together, it shouldn't be super difficult. Like, if it's two series that exist in the ti- same time period that could conceivably exist in the same universe, you know, it, can't, it shouldn't be that difficult. Because I guess that's why... Uh, Phoenix Wright and Professor Layton seems kind of cool. Even though I've never played the games, I vaguely know about the characters. And it seems like, you know, oh, you know, a meeting of uh, two dudes who would sort of, well, would they get along or will they fight with each other, you know? The game might go into that. Yeah, and that's what I think is cool about that. I think it's half and half. I think the first half of the game, they're going to hate each other. And then in the second half, they decide to join forces and become BFFs. Yeah. And to fight the evil witches. Which aren't really witches. Aren't they witches? I'm calling it now. They aren't witches. And they're not really in the Middle Ages. I'm, yes. I'm calling and, it now. And they everyone's a robot, right? Wait, was this game written by uh, M. Night Shyamalan? I think, no, uh, but... I think uh, Michael Grace is trying to erase and to, to reference the most recent... Uh, Layton game, yeah. Layton game. The Layton game was supposed to be all about time travel, but in the end it really wasn't. They just took an elevator rather than using a time machine. <laughs> yeah, that was my reaction too. Elevator, time machine, same difference. What they did is they took an elevator, which took them down to the center of the Earth, where somebody built an exact replica of the city of London, designed to look like it was London that ten years totally in the future. That is totally plausible. What's wrong with that? Wow. I wanted to see actual time travel, though. Mm. Build your own damn time machine. Yeah, come on, Michael Cray. No, 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 no. I wanted to see actual time travel in the Leighton game. Which we did get to see a little bit of with And Layton, I say to you, build your own time machine. Don't expect Professor Layton to do it for you. Well, I tried, I but it exploded. I said good day. <laughs> Layton didn't actually build the time machine. His creepy scientist and um, sleepy prime minister. Well, maybe you should wait for the crossover between Professor Layton and Time Hollow. 
That, that, yeah, I could wait for that. Professor Layton and Back to the Future? Whoa. See, I don't know if those, that's, I don't that's know if the styles of those two series mesh as well. Here, together. here, here, I'll just, I'll blow, I'll blow Paul's mind here. Back to the Future and Phoenix Wright crossover. Done. <laughs> I'm there. Maybe you could throw in some Monkey Island, too. I'm all over it. Make it happen, Telltale. Yeah, well, I was going to say, isn't uh, the Back to the Future game being made by Telltale anyway? It is. Well, yeah, they, they make, they're they making Back to the Future game, and they made the uh, most recent Monkey Island game, although I don't think they still have the rights to Monkey Island uh, because they were talking recently about how the, they're not sure they're going to be able to make another one because LucasArts uh, isn't necessarily being friendly about it anymore. I heard that uh, Marty McFly is being voiced by, uh, by Justin Bieber in the new... Uh, Back to the Future game. Yeah. Was, was that just the rumor that I made up? Was it? Uh, I, I made it up on the website. Oh, no, I was just making it up on my in my head. Maybe oh. I maybe I vaguely remembered it from the oh. website. Yes, that's absolutely true. Because I like to say things that hurt you. Well, it didn't work because I already made that oh, joke. No, he's 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 Brothers. being voiced. He's not being voiced by Michael J. Fox, but he's being voiced by an incredible sound alike that sounds way more like Marty McFly than Michael J. Fox does. <laughs> How is that possible? Does or did? The does, not did. Yeah, okay, I was gonna say. Yeah, no, I mean, 1985 Michael J. Fox does a pretty good Marty McFly impression, but, but no, the guy sounds really good. He actually sounds a lot better than uh, Christopher Lloyd as Doc Brown, to be honest. What's wrong with Christopher Lloyd playing Doc? Oh, nothing's wrong with it. He just doesn't sound as much like Doc Brown as he did 25 years ago. Yeah, but, you know, he's much older than Michael J. Fox, so this argument that Michael J. Fox is too old to play his original character seems kind of bad. I'm not saying bad. he's too old bad. to play him. I'm just saying the guy they got to play him sounds great. Why do you hate the original I'm, cast of Back to the Future? You know, <laughs> I love Michael J. Fox. He did a great job of uh, voice acting in Stuart Little and Return to Atlantis. It would um, be awesome. I have no idea. I haven't crap. heard him play that role recently all i'm so, saying is that the new guy is great that's it and that you hate okay. michael j. Fox. and that i hate michael j fox and back to the future and anything that has anything to do with it all right well at least you're honest about it you know be great back Except to the future crossover with kingdom of the crystal skull <laughs> i'm sure if christian porter no. were here he would say in order for them to go back in time and not make that movie <laughs> that is not funny that is not funny at all i don't know why you're laughing I would like to see an Indiana Jones and Star Wars crossover just so I could see Harrison Ford play both characters at once. Actually, there's a... There's, no, did you see that they did a, they did a performance just like that at uh, Disney World like a couple months ago? There's a YouTube video of it. They did? They actually did a, a Star Wars Indiana Jones crossover at like the uh, Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular. Wow. Wow. Watch that. That's Disney World, right? Yes. MGM. Yeah, we, we don't have that Disneyland. We're sad. I should go over and see it because I live, you know, around the corner from there. But it wasn't actually Harrison Ford playing both roles, was it? No, no, it wasn't. In real life, he was playing okay, well. at the same time. <laughs> it was Justin Bieber. Kids everywhere. I never told the difference between Star Wars and Indiana Jones when I was a kid because they both had Harrison Ford in it, <laughs> by the way. Wow. It's like the same guy was playing the same character in both movies. It's, it's very confusing. Yes, but the, the crossover game that we all wanted to see is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Battletoads. Hmm. That could work. I mean, it's just it's nonsensical enough to work. And let's throw uh, Street Sharks in there for a... Uh... <laughs> street Sharks? Yes, we'll, we'll throw in Street Sharks just for good measure. I'm trying to think of what other uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles ripoffs came along. I mean, I guess there was uh, Biker Mice from Mars... Huh? I think I saw that there was, like, a PS2 Biker Mike Vice from Mars game that came out within, like, the last five years. Really? Like, still? Yeah. Yeah, actually, I think I vaguely remember that. So, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Battletoads. Hmm. I'm not really feeling it. Yeah, uh, I'm going to look at the Wikipedia page, see what else there is. Now, see, I always like the, uh... I like the Scooby-Doo ones, where they always had, like, a celebrity come in. It was sort of like a crossover... Yeah, that's not a video you know, like, game. Yeah. They'd have Don Knotts, and the other week they had Batman. Bat- Batman the, was awesome. Didn't they have the Harlem Globetrot- Globetrotters? They must have. Oh, yes, they did. They had a couple yeah, of they did. Globetrotters. They did. The Harlem Globetrotters, they solved the mystery animation. 
Well, I mean, if we're if we're expanding to talk about cartoons, we we need to bring up Jetsons meet the Flintstones. Of course, the, the greatest crossover in, in the history of, in any medium. I argue, it was perfect. I, I don't know. I think there's a a very good uh, Telegraph crossover. It was. Um, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> slash slash fan fiction between Alexander Graham Bell and Thomas Edison. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so how about the Soul Calibur series? We haven't talked about that yet. What is the Soul Calibur huh. series? Is it just a fighting series? It's just it's fighting, a, yeah. It's a fighting game. It has weapons. Hit There's a character it. named Ivy in the series, right? Yes. Yes. And she wears very skimpy it's, clothing. Although really, as far as video games go, I mean, skimpy clothing doesn't really distinguish you or anything. But I think several of them had uh, had cameo characters. Um, there was Soul Calibur. Yeah, yeah. One had uh, one had Link. One had yeah. uh, Yoda. Yeah, that was awesome. Link was awesome in that game. Or maybe I just thought that because that was the only character I played with. Oh, him and the pirate guy. Cervantes, I recall. But what about uh? I mean, if we're gonna talk about. Again, crossovers with uh, non-video game related, uh, whatever. NBA Jams. Oh. With uh, then President Bill Clinton and then Vice President Al Gore. Ooh, at least Bill Clinton is also in the new NBA Jam that uh, just came out last month. Really? Oh yeah, there uh, it has uh, Bill and Hillary. Uh, it has uh, Obama. Is Dick Cheney in it? George Bush, maybe. Uh, Sarah Palin's in it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, they did that specifically because everyone loved it so much in the Super Nintendo one. Yeah. He's on fire! It was just fun to get Al Gore on fire. And then uh, Fox News did a segment uh, about asking the developers, uh, because they, they had discovered that uh, there were some super special moves that Obama had, and they thought they were showing uh, partisanship there. Wow. Really? Did they really? Uh, no, why am I saying that? Of course they <laughs> Of course they did. Like that. Now hold on a second, Paul. I thought I thought the news segment they were saying it's racist that President Obama is the one who can play basketball Maybe, well. That's that's not what I got. I got the impression that that the game that that, that they were accusing NBA Jam of, of pushing the liberal agenda. Okay, that's just weird. <laughs> it's it's on Game Cola. Everyone can check it out there. God, they are fucking dumb. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> they are really dumb. No, my my favorite part of the Daily Show now is just whenever they bring up Fox News because it's always hilarious. So, Michael Gray, you were going to go look up uh, a crossover game you had uh, oh yeah thought of. Oh yeah. Wow, good, um, let me short term memory. Let Jetty. me call that back. Official Nintendo Magazine and it's loading. Oh hey, Donkey Kong Country is returning. Awesome. Yeah, that, yeah, uh, no, that comes out like this week. Next week. Yeah, talk about that. Talk about that for a while. That's going to be awesome. Well, actually, talking about uh, free games, indie games, downloadable games, that brings up uh, some more crossover games. Oh. Like, uh, what was that where you could play any Nintendo yes, character? Super Mario well? crossover. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, the, 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 I guess it's kind of a, a ROM hack, maybe? Uh of Super Mario Brothers, where you you can oh, play. Oh yes, as, yes, yes. I I remember seeing that. Yeah, you can play as Link. You can play as the guy from Contra. You can play as Mega Man, Samus, all using like their same abilities from their own games, but yeah. in a Mario world. Yeah. Oh, it's wonderful. I love that game. That wasn't really a crossover. What? Yeah, I guess they. Well, okay, okay. They weren't playing together. That is true. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like Mario and Mega Man and Samus were all interacting, but I, I would still say it's a crossover. Because it's whatever those characters are in the Super Mario world. Or, you know, the world of Super Mario Brothers, not Super Mario World. If you get where I'm going with that. I, t- I totally would have bought that game if it was, like, on the DS. Mm. I think Ninja Gaiden guy is in it, too. Were you Hayabusa? And I think, like, yeah, they each have their own uh, theme songs playing in the background, too, as, as you play as them. And I, th- I think stuff like that's great. I'd love to see more, like, like I'd love to see, like... Like plop Sonic in Mario World. See what happens. Actually, it probably wouldn't work as well yeah. because I mean, yeah. Well, there's no like loops yeah, to run very, through. I mean, it's very different uh, game mechanics, but still be interesting. Yeah, because I think what's cool about the uh, Phoenix Wright Professor Layton is that the characters actually interact and like yeah. being that they sort of do similar things in their own games, like 
to figuring out stuff. I don't know. I mean, there's an actual story there, too. Like, there's there's nothing with a Super Mario crossover. It's just, wouldn't it be cool if you could play Mario yeah. Brothers as Samus? Like, that's the story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ooh, hey. Professor Light. Wait. Professor Light? No. Dr. Light? Phoenix, Phoenix Wright and Professor Layton. Dr. Light. And... I just think it's cool that... That would be cool, though. Dr. Light meets Phoenix Wright. That wouldn't be cool. Stupid. I want to know anyway. what right is going to be in one of these Mega Man, uh, the Capcom versus uh, whatever games. Oh yeah, that would be awesome. Mega Man Games Worlds, are... yeah. What? No, no. Uh, you know, Marvel versus Capcom. That's what I mean. Yeah, Marvel versus Capcom, and then suddenly I would, I would actually, Yeah, I would buy my first fighting game in like 15 years for that. I think he is in there. Is he? No, they. I know the official no, story. Back. They were going to put him in there, but it didn't work. Yeah, that's right. Because they they said it wouldn't uh it wouldn't translate well because he was gonna it have an attack when he just says objection, right? And okay, yeah, you're right. That would have been fine. Yeah, cowards. Cool. I think it would have been cool. Although I got I got a question: how well uh, Phoenix Wright would actually do in a fight versus, for example, Wolverine? <laughs> and he's not exactly known for for his his brawling skills. He's known as a as a good courtroom brawler, but Phoenix could do it. You think so? Edgeworth could do it. Yeah, Edgeworth. Edgeworth would be his assist. Well, see, he would just poke everyone in the eye. Edgeworth would be yeah, his assist. Yeah, no, he'd, he'd come Edgeworth out with a finger. I don't think Edgeworth would do that. No, Francisca would whip people into shape, too. Yeah. That would be her attack. I think uh, Phoenix Wright would hit people with his spiky hair. And then he'd poke them in the eye, and he'd go, Objection! Oh. Maybe it wouldn't work. Anyway... <laughs> And, and, no, what if, like, Phoenix Wright's transformation would be turning into Drunken Hobo Phoenix? Uh-huh. That would be, like, his ultimate and mode. Paul would die a little inside. Actually, that's, no, that's something to bring up, though. Uh, in, play the piano for them. In Professor Wright... Professor... Oh, God, now I'm doing it. Uh, Phoenix Wright versus Professor Layton Phoenix is very clearly not Hobo Phoenix Wright. So does that mean that we're just pretending Apollo Justice didn't happen, or is this just set before Apollo Justice? Paul, what do you want it to be? Well, clearly, clearly I, I vote for the Apollo Justice was all a horrible nightmare scenario. But I think maybe that's what the uh, the secret ending to this crossover game is going to be. <laughs> the secret ending is going to be that the crossover was a dream, and it was just his drunken slumber. I was excited to say something a while ago. Oh yeah, Phoenix Wright and Professor Layton, we get to hear what Phoenix and Maya sound like, huh? Yeah. What? We know what we know what Phoenix sounds like. I think no, they got a different voice actor for him in the uh, Professor Layton game. What? Yeah, they just got the game producers to do the voices because they they didn't want to pay voice actors. <laughs> but this I time they actually got a professional voice actor. Yeah, I believe there was a something uh, in that vein that you were particularly excited about, wasn't there? Well, see, maybe in the crossover, whenever Phoenix speaks, he just goes. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. No, but the, yeah. the Layton games do have full-on voice acting for, like, some. sometimes they have full-on voice actings for important scenes that aren't animated. The rest of the time it's just every time the character talks. I don't know. I always I always get nervous when they introduce voice acting into a into a game that didn't have it before because I don't necessarily trust them to have voices that sound like how they sound in my head. Yeah, like that that happened I, with a Toe Jam and Earl. I don't Marie. understand that argument. Do you like actually play video games and imagine voices for the characters well, in I, your head while you're playing? I, I think it would be. I don't know. I I, I, I hear some. I, well, I hear voices in my head all the time. So. Michael Gray, you were looking up uh, your own crossover that you wanted to discuss. I didn't write any crossover fan fiction, but no, I was referring to an interview around the time that the latest Miles Edgeworth game came out. When it came out, people were discussing the possibility of some sort of Phoenix Wright crossover, and we have the person who made, who is now in charge of the uh, Phoenix Wright Professor Layton crossover, making jokes about doing Phoenix Wright crossovers. So I was just going to go back to that. And... Uh, a Phoenix Wright crossover with with Edgeworth? No, no, no. Uh. Um, it's an interview with one of the Phoenix Wright guys and when the Edgeworth game came out, and he's making jokes about how they're totally going to make a Phoenix Wright crossover. And it's funny because they did. 
Oh, okay. You just mean like a Phoenix Wright crossover in general, not specifically with the Edgeworth series. Well, you can't really make a crossover with Edgeworth because Edgeworth is in the series. It's kind of dumb. Sure, it's. it's I would count dumb. Edgeworth as being in the series, but I mean, he he has his own series now. But I don't think like if he came back together. I mean, if he just showed up in a Phoenix Wright game, I don't. Say think it that with would... me now. Kind of dumb. Yeah, kind of dumb. All right, well, so, the, no, there I is think... one. There is one game that we've been ignoring all of this time. Oh, there's one. One great crossover that we that we haven't discussed at all. What god awful piece of trash <laughs> just now, Paul? I will tell you. I I was uh, considering the the Japanese only release, uh, a game called Tinkle Pit. <laughs> what? <laughs> Tinkle Pit. Is this like a Kid Icarus Zelda crossover? Uh, I actually uh, only just discovered it when I was looking Tink- up crossovers Tink- on Wikipedia. Sorry, so I don't know that much about it. Uh, it's an arcade game. It kind of looks like a Bomberman ripoff, but it has. Uh, characters from a whole bunch of series like uh, Pac-Man, Galaxian, uh, Galaga, Dig Dug, Xavius, Xevious, yeah. Mappy. Basically, it seems like if the character was in an, an arcade game in the 80s, he also showed up in Tinkle Pit. Oh, you know what, though? That reminds me. There's a um, a crossover game that I forgot to mention. I believe it was a Japanese-only release. It's kind of like a rip a ripoff of Smash Brothers made by Hudson Soft uh, and Konami or some some people. It had like a, a couple Belmonts in it. It had Bomberman. And it had uh, Master, what's his name from the the Adventure Island games. Um, had a, a random like uh, like the the mascot from their baseball games in there. That is all. That doesn't sound as good as Tinkle Pit. <laughs> so what does this have to do with tinkling or pits? Uh, probably neither. Uh, this is a game that does not monsters title hero saves the world. Uh, accompanied by an oversized anthropomorphic sleigh bell. Truth in advertisement. No, okay, so let's get back to crossover games. I don't think we talked enough about, um, say, Kingdom Hearts. Do people really think it's a crossover to have characters from different Disney movies in the same sort of game? They are all in their own universes. This is totally a crossover. I always thought they were all in the same universe, though. It is totally a crossover. But don't you always have all these... I mean, it's like a Disney standard to have all these characters from different movies together in the same thing. It happens so often that it doesn't seem like it's a crossover anymore. It's a crossover every time it happens. Okay. Well, I think so. It's one thing to say, like, oh, there's Donald Duck and there's uh, Goofy and Mickey... But then it's another thing to say, like, oh, there's Sebastian and Ariel, and Donald Duck and Goofy and Mickey. And Aladdin yeah. and Simba. Yeah. I guess. I mean, did anybody see the Disney sing-along songs? Uh, I guess it was just me, but I watched those all the time as a kid, and they had the various characters from different movies together in animation. And... I'm just saying, it, it didn't seem like a real crossover in the zippity doo where it had, it, it had, like, you know, Captain Hook together with, say, Ariel. No, it's Captain Hook and 101 Dalmatians, who should never be together, but they were together singing. Wow. So that's why when I hear about Kingdom Hearts being a crossover, it's like, uh, much of a crossover. Oh, but it's about for... the fact that there's also all these Final Fantasy characters running around in it. That, that's what I'm, makes I'm it... waiting for the Kingdom Hearts game where they uh, have the racist crows and the old black guy singing about <laughs> how great it is. When are they going to go into Pixar land? How come they haven't gone into any Pixar movies yet? Does Disney own Pixar? Yes. Yeah, they do now. Uh, well, now they can. Actually, Mike, have you uh, have you played Birth by Sleep yet? Uh, I have not. Banjo has. Fighting too, or... Lizzo I tried really a little bit it. of it, but then Fallout New Vegas came out, and I loved it. <laughs> no, she's been playing it. She she has described it as a Disney princesses, the RPG. It's like yeah, the first yeah. several were all just like like Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, all those kind of movies. Yeah, very weird. Yeah, what about the Disney princesses games? Do people count those as crossovers? They have those. Paul, yes. you're the master of, you know, games that no man in his right mind would play. Well, how are those games? Okay, how, how many times have you written about uh, Barbie's Horse Adventures again? Yeah, I was just going to say. Uh, two, I think, because I heard about it on Penny Arcade. 
No, I thought you had I, like I, three in a row that were about Barbie's horse. Was it three? So I, I, don't I think remember one of those anymore. was by Vanjie. One of those was by Vanjie. Yeah, that was when Allie was in. Oh, I remember the characters' names. Allie is the girl, and which one is Tom? Is Tom, Tom the guy who's trapped in the game, or the guy who's Tom is friend? the guy who's trapped in the game? Yeah, the other guy's Rick. Rick, Tom, and Rick, right? You see, I'm so, dying for you to write the next edition of it. I'm really getting into it. Now that I, now that we know that Tom and Allie are going to get married, then we're just we want to see what happens. Why do you think they're going to get married? Because that would be a great plot twist. That's what happened in my uh, fan fiction. But they hate each other. Yeah. I know, but look, they have to get married in order to end the uh, Monkey Island game. No, right? Here's the, here's the ultimate crossover right here. Uh oh. Quantum Geek and the Gates of Life. See, I, w- I oh. was going to say Quantum Geek and Lofi Carl. Oh, now, that would be a good one, too. I, I don't see what Gates of Light brings to Quantum Geek. I mean... <laughs> well, see, okay, but he would get... I mean, if you take if you take the average of the two of them, you're just going to divide Quantum Geek's quality by two. Ouch. But see, okay... Particularly well, harsh, because I don't even write it anymore. We were, we were discussing this before, and we think that the Gates of Life is a video game of sorts. Isn't it supposed to be? Yeah. We were discussing this I in a previous podcast, weren't we? Yes, yeah. Well, we, I think we determined that it, it's, it has video game elements because of the voting at the yes. end. Therefore, I think that in Quantum Geek, he should be transported into the Gates of Life. Okay. It's not going to happen. <laughs> so crossover games... I don't think there are any left. I think well, okay. but, them. but we were saying we were saying what are crossover games that we would we wish yes would happen. Yeah, we only we we didn't really uh, delve into that too far. Listen, I will think I will think that any crossover game sucks until I play it and find out otherwise. So there's nothing I want. What about Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest? No. We'll see. Those would be too difficult because they're like extremely long series. Like if you wanted to say. This one Final Fantasy and this one Dragon Warrior, Dragon Quest, whatever. What if it's Final Fantasy VI and Final Fantasy VII? Would that count as a crossover? Hmm. I would say so because they are different universes, like they're different yeah. worlds. Like it's not like. But it would suck because you're defiling well, Final Fantasy VI with Final <laughs> Fantasy VII. I agree. What? I agree. what? I'll agree with Michael Ridgeway on this one. I don't need I don't need Cloud and his emo bullcrap mucking with my Edgar and his auto crossbow and my Umaro and my Mog. I wouldn't purchase it, but I think it would be a good seller. I think there would be a lot of people who would be willing oh, to no, purchase it. There that would game. be because oh, a lot yeah, of people yeah. are really stupid. That's true. Mm-hmm. He has a point. I like these podcasts because they just give me an excuse to be angry and say terrible things. <laughs> All right, what about what about Earthbound and Final Fantasy VI? No, terrible. What? Yeah, they 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 have a very there's a very different feel to those games though. Yeah. I mean, Definitely. Earthbound is very very light. Earthbound has the, the Final Fantasy games, even the good ones, they're heavy games. It's you know there's not a lot of room for levity in them. Earthbound is light. It's you know it's and it's very happy. It's very. Um, it's very quirky in a way that just doesn't work for the Final Fantasy series. And any time they try to do it, it just looks really dumb. I will not argue Here, with that. Here's, here's, okay. Remember, remember when they tried to make the Final Fantasy movie? <laughs> <laughs> trying to meld Earthbound and Final Fantasy would be like that. It's trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. And that's the way I feel about a lot of crossovers. All right, so what what crossovers are there any that you think would work? I think, you know, like the LucasArts point-and-click games would, because more than um, more than sort of genre, well, they, they do have the same type of genre point-and-click adventures, but they have the same type of style and feel, where you have a very kind of mm-hmm. funny game uh, that, you know, is in its own way intellectual, um, but they so they've all got these really well defined styles, but they're all similar in that they're that they have these well defined styles. Um, I think you know funny games make for good crossovers. Lighter games make make for good crossovers. That's why um, 
Super Smash Brothers works because, you know, you have a bunch of lighter games. It's not all this drama attached to the characters. Um, I think Double Fine games would make great ca- uh, crossovers. I think Ooh. you could put... Like, I think what, you like could Psychonauts put and Brutal Psychonauts Legend? and Brutal Legend together. Um, I could see and that. And that would be great. Also, speaking of Double Fine, if you haven't played Costume Quest yet, pick it up. It's only 15 bucks. It's so good. Somehow I knew you'd like that. <laughs> it, but it will make you crave candy like nothing. You will just start shoveling it down your throat. But yeah, that that's what I think. I mean, you have to have games that have the same type of feel to them, for lack of a better word. Okay. And that's, that's of course, why uh, Nicktoon's Battle for Volcano Island works so well as well. Well, you know, it, it probably worked better than some other crossovers that have been attempted. I mean, yeah. It's interesting because I can distinctly remember people complaining about Super Smash Brothers, saying how they didn't like the mixture of lighter characters, say like Mario and Kirby, with more like darker Jigglypuff. characters, like say oh. Sam or Snake or uh, Link. Okay, people who are saying that Link is a dark character are dumb. All right. Yeah. That's Link's not a very dark character. No Nintendo character is very dark. The darkest character in those games, I mean, even Gan is, you know, Gan's a bad guy, but he's a classic archetypal bad guy. He's yeah. Not he doesn't that dark. really have much personality. He's just evil. Right. Exactly. And he's he's about as you know dark. Bowser's about as dark as he is. I mean, it, it doesn't translate. About the most the darkest character in those games is Solid Snake. And he's not, you know, that's because he's not a Nintendo character. Captain Falcon. Yeah. My crossover that I would mind, or wait, my crossover that I think I would like to see, Tetris and Dr. Mario. Mm -hmm. So So would that be pills in a Tetris game, or would that be (laughs) Tetraminos in... Tetrad-shaped pills. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've played Dr. Mario, but it reminds me of Tetris, so I think it'd be a good crossover. Or is it just Dr. Mario throwing out the tetraminos? Like, that could say tetraminos. What? Tetraminos? Tetraminos? Tetri? I thought they were tetrads. No, they're, they're called tetraminos. Huh. Like dominoes, but with four. Hmm. You're making okay. look it up on, you guys have Wikipedia open already? Take your word for it. I won't. I think you're lying. It's because you're a jerk. I am a jerk. I still think you're lying. Tetraminos. What? Yeah. We just Sometimes blew Michael Gray's mind. Wow. What? You know, I want to say, I really do enjoy the hostility I bring to these uh, podcasts. Oh, it's great. No, actually, one of my favorite podcasts be the angry, is, the, is the one where we talked about Indiana Jones. I thought that was great. Yeah, I can tone it down if anybody wants. No, no, tone it up more. Yeah, that's what we keep uh, Christian Porter around for. Mm. <laughs> you can play Tetris on iPod now. So, whoa. I thought an iPod just played music. I'm confused. So speaking of adventure games, uh, there was actually, uh, Telltale did actually release uh, a sort of crossover game a month or two ago called Poker Night at the Inventory. Anyone? It's a poker game. It has Max from Sam and Max, a guy from Team Fortress, a guy from Penny Arcade, and Strong Bad. I'll play in poker. It's a crossover okay. game. That's cool. I play that. I don't know a poker game. Seriously, they needed the money. <laughs> but they're still making the CSI games. They are that way. Yeah, no, that, that surprised the crap out of me. Like this new CSI game came out like last week, and it was developed by Telltale. Like they haven't promoted it anywhere on their website. Like I'm on their press mailing list. Nothing. But it totally was developed by Telltale. Maybe they just copied and pasted and just like changed some of the text. Maybe. Probably. But they probably don't need to do a whole hell of a lot for those games. <laughs> I believe Christian Porter has had some nasty things to say about them in the past. Yes. At least the one he played. It had a lot of advertisements in it. I like the Nancy Drew and Hardy Boys crossover, although that was so popular that now they exist in the same universe, so it's not a crossover anymore. Yeah. That blew my mind when I saw that on one of your video walkthroughs, where all of a sudden they just decided to call the Hardy Boys. I had no idea that was a thing. It started off as a crossover, and now it's the same universe. It's so weird. Because they're banging. 
No, no. Wait, wait, wait. Both of the Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew? They're freaky like okay, that. This is it. I can't be on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they invite the Babysitter's Club over. <laughs> so, uh, Jetty, have we gotten any mail on the podcast? No. No? No. Unless it's going to my spam. <laughs> but I, I specifically made a filter for anything... Well, if uh, if any if any Game Cola podcast fans out there wanted to uh, email us about this podcast or any other podcast they listen to, even if it's not actually a Game Cola podcast, whatever, uh, we're lonely. Uh, how could they do that? Also, suggest suggest topics you want to hear. Yeah. Oh, that's a that's a good idea. <laughs> you <laughs> know, or just you know, say like, hey, I want to hear Mike Ridgway yell about such and such, or hey, I want to hear a list of the worst things Mike Ridgway can call Paul Franzen, or Hey, I want to hear Mike Franzen or Mike Franzen. What? I want to hear Mike Fran Mike that. I want to hear Mike <laughs> kicking Paul in the crotch. We'll do it. What? Mike Franzen is the ultimate crossover between Michael Ridgway and Paul Franzen. And on that note, it's been wonderful talking to you all. This has been the Game Cola Podcast. Thank you. Yes, good night, everybody. No, good wait. Night. How can they email us? How can they email us? Oh yeah, that's right. They don't know how to email us yet. Uh, they email us at podcast at gamecola.net and tell us what you want in the podcast or send us what you liked about the podcast or what you didn't like about the podcast. Or you can why, tell us which crossovers you would like to see. Yeah, or why you don't like uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Or why you do. But most likely why you don't. <laughs> or why you think uh, Michael Gray should come back to the uh, Game Cola staff. Yay. You know, I actually submitted a question for discussion on the Game Cola podcast that didn't get discussed, really. So, on the Metroid podcast, I, I was I sent in a letter, but it didn't get read, and it made me sad. Oh. Did you send a letter to podcast at gamecola.net? I sent it, I sent it to Nathaniel Hoover because he was oh. hosting that podcast. Oh. And then he just totally forgot to read it. Yikes. Bummer. Listen, oh, well. this is what you need to remember about Nathaniel. He is the worst human being that has ever lived. <laughs> yes, it's not me. <laughs> Besides Paul Franzen. Oh! Ouch. Nap. Yeah, that happened. You can also follow Game Cola on Twitter. It's at Game Cola, I think. Are we tweeting now? Oh, we've been oh, tweeting. Gee. Well, we're just tweeting whenever there's a new article. It's not really that exciting. And if someone if someone wanted to tweet for it, interesting Paul. things, they they could. And way to sell it. And you can, so also, you can also subscribe. subscribe. Wait, were you going to say follow us on oh, Facebook? I was going to say Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, you can like us on Facebook, and you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Is and there any other that, way we can pay sure to, to our audience? Make sure to rate us really high if you do that, and leave wonderful reviews. Also. Uh, do we still have that cafe press open? It might still be open, but it's it's not uh, used. Did anyone ever buy anything? My mom did. She bought a t-shirt for me. Wow. It was a be careful what you search for t-shirt. It was pretty awesome, actually. Nice. I was going to buy something once, but then I didn't. <laughs> no. It, we, 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 we have no store at the moment. I was too late to purchase the Inside the Guide t-shirt. I just suddenly remembered that it's like, hey, wait! I remember seeing the inside the guy T-shirt yeah, on the with, store. Yeah, with the squirrel like, logo. <laughs> yeah, and so I went back and it was removed, and I'm like, oh. See, I uh, oh. I actually had a thought recently that something that I wanted to do because uh, a favorite thing of mine. Remember we had discussed previously uh, yard sales and going to a yard yes. sale and buying like a shirt yes. from a school that was like three states away. Yes. Now see. What I want to do is buy Game Cola t-shirts and give them away to thrift stores. <laughs> and then, you know, ten years from now, I'll see some kid wearing a Be Careful What You Search For t-shirt. I'll go, wow, you know? It would be cool. Yeah. See, that was the big problem, problem with uh, Cafe Press, though, was each t-shirt was like 25 bucks or something. Yeah. That was why I stopped maintaining it, because... It wasn't even worth it for me to buy the shirts. Oh. Well, here's what you do. Open up your own thrift store. 
and then you know, like artificially age the shirts. Hell, bring them to my neighborhood. The hipster kids will eat them up. <laughs> They're not that smart either. Yeah. You just tell them that it's hip and cool, and they'll yeah. buy it and wear it. Tell them it's a vintage Game Cola T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, it can have the old logo on it and everything. Right. Pretend like you were like one of the first game things on the internet. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, cool, it's so old and ironic. Let me give you too much money to put it on. And then you can sell them like a past blue ribbon just to seal the <laughs> Yes, the PBR. This is why Vanji married me, because I just hate on everything. Yikes. So crossover games. <laughs> Isn't this podcast over yet? But, uh, yeah, I guess we should wrap this up. Uh, so we talked today about crossover games, I think. Did we? Did we actually talk about that? A little bit. We, we, or little we bit. talked about, like, the Here three crossover games there are. And crossover games we wish existed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, Earthbound and uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah, exactly. No. Oh. Maybe. But anyway, we talked about crossover games and uh, how there need to be more because there aren't any and we managed to have a podcast about it without there really being any. It would be nice if there were more. Yeah, then we could have another podcast about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in any event, we uh, we tried... We had a podcast anyway, and uh, now it's over. So thank you, everyone, for coming along. Paul Franzen, Michael Gray, Michael Ridgway. Well, thank you, Jetty. Yep. Yes, thank you. Yeah, anytime. Uh, yeah, this has been podcast number 32. So uh, goodbye, everyone. Doodles. Bye. Uh-huh. Yay! Wait, uh, what's gonna go at the end of this podcast?